Radio. Let's go! With Sir Blackston and the Masked Hope. I think you better recognize Hey. You don't even know who that is. I gave it here. Oh, that is wild. Well, that's what we get for trying to do something new. Raw Impact Radio, I am Sir Blackson. For those of you who could hear, that was D'Lo Brown's You Better Recognize theme, a very slept on theme, by the way. <laughs> He's like, what? I don't even remember that. Seriously? Uh, I, I only, only one I know is the, you're looking at the real deal, man. That's the best one. But the only reason that I remembered uh, You Better Recognize is because they included it in Attitude Era and WWF Attitude. And I was upset because I didn't like it as much. Also, I still don't like it as much, but it's still a good thing. <laughs> anyway, I am your current reigning, defending world heavyweight champion, undisputed, of course. Um, Very disputed. For now. Disputed. For now. For now. You know what I mean. We, we, you never know what's going to happen. You know, don't want to count these chickens. He is the Mast Hope, the absolute greatest co-host on the face of the planet Earth. Brother! What's going on? Every time you say that, I want to cry. Like, well, you should. You, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a high achievement. Think about all of the great co-hosts in the world, okay? There's so many, so many great co-hosts, and you're the absolute best one. That's crazy. You should put that on your resume. I will. Don't I, put blonde I mean, on your resume, but put that on your resume. I mean, if I want to get hired, I got to put blonde on my resume. That's true. It depends on where you are. Going. Oh, man. Uh, that's getting cut out. <laughs> anyway, man, we got a, we got an interesting show. Uh, obviously, some things happened last night on Monday Night Raw. Some things are happening outside of the ring that we need to discuss. And, uh, of course, we got Q&A. So uh, we'll be back after this. Sir Blackston. Oh, mother moss. The moss hope. I hate when they make these groups and then they lose. How are they going to get over losing? Raw Impact Radio. Raw Impact Radio. It's your tyrannical tiger, the mass hope, along with your impetuous champion, reigning, defending undisputed world heavyweight champion, Sir Blackstone. I appreciate that intro, sir. And as soon as I find me a copy of Funkin' Wagnalls, I'm going to look up what impetuous means, damn it. <laughs> Funkin' Wagnalls? You don't remember Funkin' Wagnalls? They had, like, dictionaries and encyclopedias. Do, oh. do they still? They don't even make encyclopedias anymore, do they? I think they still do. Do they? For collection purposes. Well, that's dope. For the, for the wonderful folks at Britannica. <laughs> Just to say, hey, I got encyclopedias. <laughs> Bro, man, what is going on? Uh, I know there are a few things going on in WWE. Uh, if we could go back to SmackDown. Mr. Knight, Mr. L.A. Knight, who did not advance in the U.S. Championship Tournament. Yeah. How do you feel about that, man? People are hot about this. They're thinking that, you know, WWE is, again, potentially squandering someone who's very much connecting with the crowd. I'm sure that's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> they they have a tendency to do that so much. Uh, like, uh, you think it would change with Triple H, but, you know, Vince Matt's still in his ear telling him what to do. But that, they, there are reports that LA Knight's going to get a push after SummerSlam. Hmm. But then every pay-per-view, there's reports that LA Knight's going to get a push. So, yeah, because at it's, one point it was reported that he was going to be Mr. Money in the Bank, and obviously it, that did not happen. Right. So it's yeah, they got to do something with him. I I hate when they squander like when someone's really hot. Like 
if someone's really hot, at least give them a little bit of a push. Let them at least get a championship match. Yeah. You know? And who knows? I mean, maybe I'm, I'm trying to think of where you go. So if he doesn't have a match at SummerSlam, like what direction do you take his character in? And I know that's for people who are paid way more than me on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? To come up with. But I mean, it, it, you could have him jump into something with whoever the U.S. champion is. Uh, from what I understand, they do want a, you know, they potentially may want a Latino U.S. champion. Um, yeah, I've heard that as well. Yeah. So, I mean, are you going to push him against Santos? Are you going to have Santos or Ray win it, then immediately lose it to LA Knight? I doubt it. So, and you're not going to put the Undisputed on him. So, what are you, how is this push going without a championship? And can it be an effective push without a championship? I don't think it can. I think you need, I think he needs that US title to, for it to be an effective push. Because, you know, yeah, it's not, Roman's not going to give up that championship anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So not to LA Knight. No, not to LA Knight. Uh, best bet is US championship, and Austin Theory ain't doing nothing with it, like they've been saying for the a millionth time now. So did he he defended it recently, did he? Didn't he or am I tripping? You you tripping. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought he defended it recently, didn't he? Or man, I might be tripping. I must be tripping. I'm tripping. You, you definitely tripping. Trip, they, tripping. He, he ain't done nothing with that. That's you know. Oh. A ornament on a Christmas tree, just just sitting there. But he did you know? have a match. He did have a match with Santos. I think, yeah, yeah. How do you how do you feel about Santos? I I didn't immediately see how he was connecting with the crowd, but and I don't know where they were on Friday, but those folks were like really behind Santos in a, in a way that I haven't seen yet in the WWE outside of Puerto Rico. I I'm not I am not big on him. Uh, obviously, he's a, he's a, he's a good wrestler, but. I, I'm not feeling it. I don't feel like he has that momentum behind him. Especially not to get the title. Mm. I don't know. Somebody was saying potentially because it's him and Ray, maybe you bring in Carlito this way. And this is how you get Carlito involved in the LWO. Maybe getting things a little bit hotter with the LWO and Santos in the process. I would love that. I would love that. Whatever happened to that report that he was supposed to debut? Earlier this month, he didn't. He was yeah, yeah, pretty much. It would have been great. He did not debut. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they they got they should. Uh, that would be really awesome. I wouldn't mind seeing Carlito involved in all of that stuff, man. Yeah, he should win the U.S. Championship. Ooh, that can be like that would be perfect because since he was he, the U.S. Championship was probably the most prominent thing in his WWE career, and he debuted. Beating John Cena for it, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. So if you re-debut beating someone for the U.S. Championship. And that puts you at an elite level right there. That, so that, dude, bro, it writes itself. Yeah, that's, that's, and it's perfect that it's Austin Theory who beat John Cena. Bro, now, oh, oh, oh. All right, you're, you're, this is a rabbit hole now. <laughs> this is a rabbit hole now because Austin Theory did beat John Cena. And people view him as potentially the new John Cena. And you got Carlito coming in and whooping your ass, which means this this feud isn't between Carlito and Theory. Now it's just between Carlito and every version of John Cena. Our truth better watch out because anybody who embodies John Cena now is on Cody Rhodes. Better watch out. By the way, both Cody Rhodes and John Cena in the new Mortal Kombat. Here for it. I mean. Yeah, wouldn't you just be putting Homelander in there for Cody Rhodes? Basically the same thing. I mean, he's in he's in he's in the new Mortal Kombat. Is he really? Yeah, Homelander and uh, fucking 
Peacemaker, both in the new Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I did see that. So both Cody and Cena. Look at that. <laughs> you know, your brother's working. Yeah, they're spreading their wings out around here. That's right. Damn, but you know what? Now I'm, uh, now I'm going into the damn rabbit hole. Because... <laughs> yeah, dive in. <laughs> because of AEW's relationship with Warner, who produces all of the Mortal Kombat games, could we potentially get an AEW character into Mortal Kombat? WWE pull John Cena out because so, they still own the name John Cena. Yeah, but he's not appearing as John Cena. He's oh, Homelander. Yeah, he's appearing as Peacemaker. Yeah, Peacemaker. That's right. Not Homelander. Cody's Homelander. Huh. Could we potentially? Yeah. Ha- Damn, who it's a possibility, be? but WWE will definitely be pissed. Some member of the Dark Order versus Peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> Evil Will versus Peacemaker. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, uh, Johnny, what is it? Johnny Hungy. Johnny Hungy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's my favorite. <laughs> Bro, he's his so kicks good. in person, like his his torso kicks, ridiculous. That was uh, the one event. He uh, he went to the back. He got like the kick guard or whatever, mm-hmm. covered it in thumbtacks and just laying wasted his guy. Oh, my goodness. That guy, that was crazy. Um, I, I have not had the pleasure yet of seeing an AEW show live. Seriously? Yeah. Well, yeah, they don't come to. They haven't been there yet. You guys are getting something soon, though, right? I got a simple. Not that I'm aware of. I thought Hershey was getting something. I might be tripping. Oh, SmackDown's coming in September. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. not AEW, but you know, it's a good consolation prize. I'm debating <laughs> on if I want to go because it's basically what? just going to be the Tribal Chief if he's there. But but that's why you isn't that why you want to go or? Yeah, but what else is going to happen on the show? Like it's it's going to be the past past couple what a couple weeks. It's been just like bloodline for a whole hour, and and then what else goes on? See, my simply entertained ass, I would be all over that. I'd be like more bloodline. Just give me two hours of bloodline. All it's bloodline. good in, in in portions. Not I can't sit there for an hour and watch it. They bro, they literally talked in the ring for an hour. I, I, I can't enjoy that in person. I can't enjoy that on TV. In person, I'm like, where's the action? Where's the... Where's the I, I, need, I need somebody to hit somebody. Yeah, that's true. I hear you. I hear you. See, I'm a big story guy. I, I'll sit there and listen to Roman just talk for two... Roman could host a podcast in the middle of SmackDown, and I'd be here for it. I'd be the only one with my one up <laughs> talking about, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Hey, uh... You're right, though. There is a lot of it is very story heavy, very much not action based as of late. It's yeah. like the collision of WWE. And, uh... <laughs> oh, so I mean, yeah, if I'm there, it, 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 I, I, I wouldn't be too into like talking too much. But if I'm seeing it on TV, it's like, OK, I, I could sit here and just like dive deep. Because then you hearing everything, the commentary saying and you hearing all the explanations or whatever, you know? But when you're there live, you're not getting all the information. You're just looking at what's in the ring, and if something else happens, you're you're just confused. Like, oh, what's happening here? Ah, you got the lights and all that. I'll tell you what, that is, that is it can be kind of disorienting. You know, Laf was here last week, and we were talking about the return of Bray Wyatt. And one of the, one of the things that I, I really regret about being there as opposed to seeing it on TV is that there's a part where, you know, they're playing, it's got the whole world, He's got the whole world in his hands and all that other stuff. And they're going around to all of the different puppets in different parts of the arena. Yeah. And I didn't realize that there was more than just the one puppet because I only saw the rabbit. 
So right. I missed all of the other puppets. I missed yeah. the, the thing on the commentator's table. Like, I missed all of this stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because I was there. But still, I, I wouldn't trade the experience because the vibe was in, intense. Yeah, yeah. That's the only, that's only, uh, I wouldn't say only, but that's one of the best parts about being there that you get to feel the whole arena going crazy and all yeah. that stuff. But the, the worst part is that you have to look at the screen. And you just, What's going on? You know, it's, <laughs> I, uh, it's wild when people go to the events and they tape the screen as opposed to what's in the ring. I'm like, don't tape the screen. You can see the screen at home. Tape the ring. You know what I mean? Like, when yeah, it defeats the home. whole purpose. Yeah, don't 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 tape the screen. That's that's weird. We already saw that. We're seeing that. <laughs> oh man. Um. So yo, one of the things we didn't get a chance to talk about: Dominic Mysterio is the new North American champion. I love it. I love it. <laughs> the that this we were talking about this actually because the they uh, announced the match was going to happen like that heat he'll get for getting that and <laughs> incredible everybody everybody hate him i didn't think you could hate him anymore <laughs> but they hate him even more now and the way that he won it is very important that he wins the way that he wins because <laughs> exactly. it pisses everybody oh i can't stand that dominic had to cheat well good that means you're going to boo him louder every time he tries to talk it's great that's incredible, man. I, I love the Judgment Day. I, I This is just everything they're doing, top-notch. It's a good thing that you love them because they've been on every show. They've been Last week right. they were on Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. This week you know he's going to be on NXT. He's been on yep. Raw already. They're going to be all over the place. Yeah, I, I just saw like uh, somebody put, puts a, a clip together or something. He main evaded every show last week. Yeah. Yo, facts. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Wow. There we go. And this is the guy that everybody was saying, oh, he needs to go back to NXT. He's not ready for the spotlight. I think that he's handling it very well for someone this early into their career. Well, they got their wish. He did go back to NXT. Yeah, yeah there you go. And now he's holding <laughs> the championship and they're pissed. Yeah, right? This is what you wanted. You can't get mad about it. <laughs> Bro, I love it. I love it. Um, so also last week on SmackDown, we saw Trick Mello hanging out with Bobby Lashley. I don't know how to feel about that because, <laughs> you know, I want the hurt business, but not like this. Not like this. I don't, again, so now we do run the risk of what Love was talking about last week of this just being the black guy faction and Bianca. Right. <laughs> it's just <laughs> the black guy faction with Bianca. Just have a rotation of chocolate. It's going to be the, the, the black NWO. Black and exactly. Think about how to do a brown NWO logo. I'm not. I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, yeah. I said it. It's like, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, no, but I, I can, dude. I don't. I want. I want Mellow and Trick to just be their own thing. I do yeah. want that, and I'm glad that they. First off, I'm glad that they brought Trick on this time because last time Mello was on screen fighting Finn Balor, he had no backup, even though he's going in there against an entire Judgment Day. Yeah, um, yeah. So I am here for it. Uh, I just I don't know that they need to be connected with it. It could end up being really dope, but I don't know that it's necessary. Yeah, you know, I I would like to see them debut on their own and see how they fare for themselves first. But this also would be like a good, a good uh, launching, uh, yeah, good launching point for them to, to have them with Bobby Lashley and MVP and almost. And you've got you've got <laughs> some you've got some talkers there though because Trick Mello can talk, the Street mm -hmm. Profits can talk. At this point, the only person who isn't terrific at talking is Bobby. 
But Maybe that's why else, he surrounds himself with exactly. people. Exactly. He's like, yo, let me get four <laughs> mouthpieces so I never have to say a damn thing into this microphone. <laughs> get four of them. I would just shut up and stand there. And that's everybody, right. Everybody just pass the it's, mic It's around. all Jack Swagger. What's his name in AEW now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get me a bucket hat. It's all that guy. Uh, I like this hat. Exactly. Uh, actually, I do like the. I actually, I had to cop one. I had to buy one. Maybe I'll do one. Do the you show got one. you got one. Yeah, I got one. I had to get a bucket hat, man. He was rocking I, the joint too. Well. I do. I do have a couple of buckets. <laughs> I had a I'm few a from my dirty backpack granola eating days too. Back you know a few years ago. Long story. Okay. Everybody's got that phase, right? It's not just me. Maybe. Yeah, you you had your your uh, what health nut phase hiking and stuff. Dirt, yeah, it was just you know, you're just super like into the earth, and you know what I mean. Just you know, ah, your hippie face, yes, okay. yes, without uh. the weed because I don't smoke, uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but it's natural, it's from the earth. <laughs> uh, so what else happened, man? Uh, Bronson Reed, Tommaso Ciampa, they're continuing their feud, and it looks like Ciampa's going to get into it with Nakamura. Is Nakamura a heel? What is what is happening right now with Nakamura? It's looking like he's a heel, yeah. I'm here for it. I hope he goes back to his heel theme with the lyrics. I know you no, like to. I know you terrible. like to do the. Oh, get bring back the lyrics. You got enough people singing along. They only did that just to so people stop singing along. I don't. That's the whole. That like killed it for me. Yeah. I always sang along with his thing. So if these folks are dedicated and they really want to be part of a sing along. Learn the lyrics. <laughs> Come on, learn the lyrics. Learn them. Ooh. I know I said that completely wrong. <laughs> it sounded right to me. <laughs> uh, uh, your girl, Zoe Stark, got defeated no. by Becky Lynch last night, man. What's up? Hey, she put on a good show, you know. She... <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Let's keep that down. <laughs> Something's getting blurred out this week. I got a nip slip out here. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you know what it is? This thing is like sliding down. I should. I might just go back to blurring my face out. This is a lot. Yeah. You need like or maybe grip tape. Yeah, just with do a double sided nipple tape or something. There we go. I'll just do this. Now you can see the nostrils. <laughs> Nostril reveal. <laughs> Nostril reveal. This time it's intentional. There we go. There we go. The cats in Philly call him a shiesty. You know what I mean? That's. There we go. You know, you know what you should do? What, not look like Cool Mo D? <laughs> now that you mentioned it. <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, just do, like, an AI thing and turn you into a cartoon or something. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to do that. I have so. character animate, and I know there's a way to do it where it's live, and I'd just be a cartoon character. But that'd be weird. Mm-hmm. See this cat walking around in a championship <laughs> shirt and uh, the championship belt over his shoulder? And you can like emote as these bro. Don't make me break it out. All right, I'll do a whole no. damn tutorial in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> character anime. I want to see it now. <laughs> break it out one of these days. I'll do. I, I used to do my uh, TikToks as a cat, as a blue cat. And there's someone really? else. I forget the brother's name. Uh, older brother. Um, he's now he broke it out or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Now he's he's doing it. I can't do it. It'd be a little hacky. So yeah. If you're doing it first. Yeah, it was yeah, it was back during uh during the initial J versus Roman run. 
Yeah. I'll plug it in here one of these days. Oh, bro, Logan and Ricochet. Ah, um, <clears throat> it, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, the little selfie spot. Felt bad yeah. for your man's Austin Theory. What, what happened, Austin? Because <laughs> he had it first. Oh, yeah, but he stole it from Tyler Breeze. Not stole it, but, yeah, you know. that's true. That's true. WWE recycle gimmicks so often. It's not really it's not really an original thing. Yeah, there's no way to do it originally. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like showing the little underneath the cheek reveal. There you go. Whatever. You we'll need double-sided tape. I do. I do. I don't want to tape anything to my face. Jeez. <laughs> I got to take it off and it's going to rip like. Duct tape and whatnot? Nah. Who, who needs facial hair? Exactly. And I, I I value, I don't know if you can see it. I value my facial hair. I need this shit. Yeah, no, you got the connection. The you, you see, I can't connect this stuff at all. Like It, 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 it looks intentional. Right it looks intentional, though. I was, some, you know, we don't really do the mustache thing the way that, you know. Like the, the sinister twirl of the fingers yeah. mustache, you know what I mean? We don't do that around here. That'd be dope, though. Finn Balor and Seth Rollins, they signed their contract. Of course, Seth Rollins got that ass whooped by the Judgment Day. I think that was the strongest the Judgment Day has looked in oh, a very yeah. long time. I loved it. I loved the fact that all of the members were coming down from a different part of the arena, and they all surrounded Finn. That was great. That was the best the Judgment Day has ever looked, almost, in my opinion. I, I feel the same way. That would remind me of like the Shield when they were when they were dominant. They would just come out of the crowd and surround people in the ring and just, you know, they're getting beat down when the Shield comes out like that. Right, and there was so, no it, no dissension or anything like that. It was just we're going to whoop Finn's ass tonight. Right, it, it had the same vibe, and I, and I, I was loving it. I'm here for that. So I'm hoping that they don't like end the Judgment Day at SummerSlam. I get it that you know they want to tease the whole uh, cash in thing from uh, from 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 Damian Priest. Don't end the Judgment Day. We need the Judgment Day. I like it way more than I did originally. So, yeah. I mean, reports say they, they're that's going to be the replacement for the Bloodline. So yeah. Hopefully, the reports are true and they keep it going. Now, how would they? What? what I wonder how because they as good as they are, they will need to level up. If they're going to replace the Bloodline, they're going to need to level up. Um, the bloodline has just been going for a very long time, and it's a very strong story. Uh, they would need something. A championship? I don't, I don't know what. Yeah. Well, you know. Championship. Oh, and if, if Kevin Owens is injured, then you can take them tag team titles, too. That's a good point. Kevin Owens is injured. Damn. Fractured rib. Sheesh. Bro can't catch a break. No. Ah. All right, so Cody Rhodes comes out. He cuts another promo on Brock. Uh, and, you know, basically he says, hey, man, you shouldn't have whooped my ass in front of my mom last week. Now you're going to get it. But Cody Cody went searching for that ass whooping. You can't go knocking on the door of an ass whooping and then get mad when you get the ass whooping. You know what I mean? And that's what happened. That's what I'm saying with CM Punk. Like, don't tell people pull up if you ain't expect them to pull up. Exactly. <laughs> So you so Brock showed up. He whooped your ass last week, and now you're mad. And it's like you can't. <clears throat> Cody's promo last night, it it didn't do it for me. And I know I talk a lot about Cody, but it just didn't do it for me. I think that it was not. It definitely it, he's cut so many better promos in the WWE than that. That was not this, doing it for me. This was his typical promo to me. 
the same Cody promo. I'm 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 Cody Rhodes. I'm 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 a American hero. I'm gonna win. But this was the first time though that I saw the crowd actually die off. Like he had to bring mm. the crowd back. There were things that he said that the crowd normally would like go crazy for that they just and piss on cotton ball quiet. You know what I mean? Like there there were certain things that just it it just wasn't getting it out of the crowd this week. And I don't know. You know, I mean, you know, maybe just, they finally seeing through the homelander. Maybe Homelander, you know homelander stuff. Maybe they see what actually is going on. Yeah. He cut literally cuts the same promo every time. Every time. It, so, it's never better. I would think by now people catch on and be like, ah. He can he can literally walk out and say Cody Rhodes promo, and we will know exactly what he what he said. Right. But yeah, man, I, I don't know about this 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 Cody Brock feud. I, I put out the question last night: Which feud are you more looking forward to, or which match are you more looking forward to? Roman versus Jay or Cody versus Brock? I mean, obviously Roman versus Jay. The majority of people said Roman versus Jay, and I'm like, well, what does this say about if Cody had won? And folks can say, oh well, you know, at least the match would be for the championship. Is the championship enough? I think it is because they you you finish the story, so the, just the hype. I think the hype behind that would carry him for like another year. Because every he's still fighting to defend this and, and keep the story going. Hmm. So just all oh, every match you have after that is like ah, I gotta keep the story going. You know, like it's something like that. Well, what is? Do you want to finish the story or keep it going, Cody Rhodes? Well, you gotta finish it, and then you gotta continue it. You know, <laughs> you gotta finish it, and then you gotta start the next book. Start a new book. Yeah. Start the, the next chapter. The, ne- the next chapter in the book. You know, you got to add chapters, keep writing. You got to J.K. Rowling this thing. It's the never-ending story. That's it just never exactly. goes away. He's hiding in dumpsters from Brock Lesnar, flying horses and shit, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. He traumatized me. I was never, I've never been afraid of quicksand as an adult, but as a kid, when that fucking horse went under that quicksand, traumatizing, okay? Traumatizing. It didn't really do much for me. And then, uh, other than the big horse dog thing, whatever it was, that I was I thought I always thought that was cool, but the movie didn't really do anything else. Nothing. Big ass rock monster eating rocks. Right. What kind of cannibalistic shit is that? Now as an adult, I'm thinking about it. Why was the rock monster eating eating rocks? What kind of shit is this? You'll just go around eating fingers and shit. Why was this motherfucker eating rocks? Bro. Do you feed chickens chicken? You know what I mean? Like, I guess they do. I'm sure they do. But that's, I mean, you know, that's, I see him over a dude at a ten piece nugget from McDonald's, and he just gave it to, just the, chicken it to the chicken. They, they just devoured that. It's like giving the chickens eggs and shit. Like it's terrible, <laughs> terrible. Uh, why don't we take a quick break? <laughs> we'll hey, try to get back on track. <laughs> we'll be back after this. Sir Blackston. Oh, motherfucking mock. The Mast Hope. I hate when they make these groups and then they lose. How are they going to get over losing? Raw Impact Radio. Hey. Oh, yes. The version. All right, let me chill, chill, chill before they get on my nerve. That was the. You good? Were you doing the head? You know, I was thinking, I went back and I watched one and I tried to do that and I got a headache. 
I guess, you know, my head isn't supposed to be shaking around like that. Yeah, and that's I mean, what I'm saying. I realize my head was He said he never hurt his neck or his head from that. Like, I don't know how. How is that even possible? Raw Impact Radio, I am your current reigning, defending, undisputed world heavyweight champion, Sir Blackson. For now. He is the greatest co-host in the history of wrestling podcasts and radio and television in the universe anywhere. Galactica 9.7, better than them. That's right, bitch-ass Galactica. He is the masked hope. Oh, part. Yeah, there we go. For the masked hope. Mike in the Mike. Mike in the building. Mike in the building. Mike. I missed you, buddy. Where you been, Mike? So, bro, there's some other goings on, like outside of just WWE. Yeah. In the wrestling you, world. Have you heard about this crazy situation? Matt Cardona wearing the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship in another promotion, oh. DDT. Bro, why? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing it? Was it was it a replica or was it the actual ring-worn championship belt? It was a replica, but the fact that his woman is the champion, I feel like that's still, like, Give it, putting a bad look on her. Bro, you know where she is. You know she's in the potentially the pettiest environment. At least it was at one point. I don't know where it is now. But I know at one point they were extremely proprietary of their stuff. Why would yeah. you go to an indie show wearing your, wearing your women's tag team championship? Just a bad idea. That's what I'm saying. Like you're, I, I said this in the video. You're putting her career at risk right now because... All you need is one person to not like that, and she's getting super buried. And wrestling, she's gonna have pies throwing her face again. It could be such a political environment, like just to even stoke those flames. Unless you've got something going on in the back end where they're like, you know what, we know we want you at some point, so you know he's 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 exactly. Teflon. But I don't know, man. That's risky, dude. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't want to play those games. Like, nah. and she just just got back there too, so. I really wouldn't want to risk it like that, but I mean, if he feels, it, it, don't get me wrong, it's it's a fun spot. It's a, it's like a crazy situation. Everybody's talking about it, so it's obviously working what he was trying to do. But you still you still messing with your woman's career, man. He's he's hilarious. His explanation as to why he did it was just as hilarious as the actual. Did you hear his explanation? I think so. He was like. Uh, we're married to he's, I'm half of half. Of yeah, he's half of he's a quarter of a women's tag team champion. That is yeah. hilarious. It, I, you know what? Is he? Would you like to see him back? I would. Current Matt Cardona. Yeah, because yeah, his his uh, Long Island IZ run was was eh, it was all right, but he got himself over and they buried him for it. So the fact that he went to the Indies and got himself over even more. I'd like to see him come back and actually do something. You know, the parallel that they're drawing is between Matt Cardona and L.A. Knight. Folks are saying that L.A. Knight is getting himself, you know, a reaction very organically, and it may not be the one that the machine wants at this time. So, therefore, he gets close, but he doesn't actually, you know. Remember Matt Cardona was Intercontinental Champion for a night? I don't know if you can hear his tablet because it's pretty loud. Oh, I didn't hear it at all. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Wait, wait, was he Intercontinental Champion for yeah, a night? Yeah, Zack Ryder was champion for a night. He won it at WrestleMania and lost it the next night, I believe, to the Miz. I might be wrong about that. But um, in terms Probably of who he lost it to. It. 
but he definitely wanted for one night, and then that was it. Bro, could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine? So could you imagine if Zack Ryder beat Gunter at one of these pay-per-views, and then the next <laughs> night, I'm sorry, not Zack Ryder, if LA Knight beat Gunter at one of these pay-per-views, uh, and then the next night he loses the championship, do you know how that, crazy people would go? That would That would restart the yes movement. That would start the yeah movement. Oh yes, it already started. Yeah. Well, and you know, maybe that's the uh, maybe that's the maybe that's the precipice. Maybe that's the reason that they're treating him like this because they want people no. to get behind him more. No, don't give them any credit because they claim that they this was the plan all along with Daniel Bryan when they clearly was trying to bury him. They had no interest at all in in, in trying to make him a star, but he pushed through. The fans pushed through. Don't give them credit. It was the plan all along. They retconned it. It's the reason that we're getting Finn and Seth. Because they retconned it. They they knew that Finn would be injured by Seth. They were like, you know what? In seven years, we're gonna have these two at SummerSlam. Right? They tried to say, no, we, we this this is what we were gonna do. No, yeah. No. Lying ass. You, you had him lose in, in a couple seconds to Seamus. So just, you meant to do this? That, that was your way of pushing him? No. That's hilarious. <laughs> He said, don't give them any credit. No, take, take all that credit away. Because then they just be like, yep, WWE, we make stars. We think no, they made themselves. This is not like, like WWE, they, ever since the Attitude Era ended, they don't want any stars to be bigger than the company. So anybody who gets over themselves is like, we didn't do that. You get that shit out of here. Yeah. So I they want to always say, we made you. You didn't make yourself. We made you. Yeah, that is wild. I mean, the idea that there is there hasn't been like a huge megastar. Well, John Cena is a megastar, um, but outside of John Cena, where have the megastars all gone in the WWE? Exactly. They 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 pick one, Brock Lesnar, Roman. They pick one to push at a time. Damn! Think about how char- I, I go back and I, I was watching the WWF. Uh, an Attitude Era pay-per-view. I forget which one it was. I think it might have been like SummerSlam 99 or something. Some one of those joints. And just to see like how stacked the roster was, bro. Oh, from top could, to bottom. It was it was a lot of it was a lot of great wrestlers. You could have any match from any episode of Raw happen right now, including like Val Venus versus Edge, and it would be like insane. Right? Like they 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 don't they don't do that no more. Like they, everybody had a story, everybody had something going on, everybody was a great wrestler. So nowadays, not not trying to knock anybody nowadays, but they, they don't, they're not giving everybody a story. It's just random matches happening. All right, man. You uh, So we got some questions. Got some Q&A questions. Three yeah. of them. So <laughs> balling Whoa. like MVP, you know what I mean? <laughs> Back in the day. Oh, that's a terrible joke. Stephen Lolly, do you <laughs> think if Bray Wyatt were to retire today, would he be a Hall of Famer? Yes. I would say no. You would say no? Yeah. Now, you know what? Let me pull oh, up thanks. the list of who's in the Hall of Fame. Superfly Jimmy Snuka, Johnny Rods, uh, Killer is. Kowalski. Johnny Rods trained Taz. among oh. several, And Killer Kowalski trained Triple H and China. I, I know of the name Killer Kowalski. Yeah. Dude, I'm looking at this list. I don't think, I don't think Bray makes the list. Brett Hitman Hart, Eddie Guerrero, Mean Gene Okerlund, Sherry Martell, Vern Gagne. These are people that Mr. Atlas, Tony, Mr. USA, Tony Atlas. Bro, I don't think he makes it. The Blackjacks? 
Dusty Rhodes, Mr. Perfect is who's better between Mr. Perfect and Bray Wyatt? I don't think there's an argument. <laughs> there's some jobbers in there too, like IRS or something. Yeah, IRS isn't a jobber. What's a jobber? IRS so was a loses all the time. I'm pretty no, sure he dude, lost. IRS, IRS used Instantly. to come out. He whooped everyone's ass early on. I don't know. Did he? Yeah, dude. IRS was a threat. He he was up against Razor for the uh, IC belt. I mean, to be fair, you can't beat the IRS. Yeah, they, they don't play around. <laughs> Gerald and Jack Briscoe, dude. I don't think he makes this list. Steve Austin, so, Ricky Steamboat. I'm trying to put him up against anybody. And I you just, need to go to the bottom of the list to see. Yeah, you know what? The the more recent folks. Antonio Where's Stacey Keebler and 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 I can't even think. Bob Euchre? He's in the Hall of Fame. He's a he's like an announcer guy for sports. Yeah. Jim Duggan, Abdullah the Butcher, Sonny. Sonny's in there. Uh, ah, ah. Sonny, yeah. I understand why she was in there. Drew Carey? Huh? Who do you think is more exciting there? Drew Carey or or or, or Bray Wyatt? I mean, Drew Carey done whose line is it anyway, so... Yeah, okay. We'll have to lead to Drew Carey. <laughs> Mel Mascaris, okay, that's, that's more of like a universal deal. Four Horsemen, what do they have on the Wyatt family? Come on. Uh, <laughs> damn. Uh, yeah, he lost this one. Ron Simmons, Yokozuna, Mick Foley. No, I don't think it's happening. I don't no. think he's in there. Uh, no. Donald Trump, 2013? I don't think he's in there. That's <laughs> I'm trying to think of like who is the weakest. These are all hits. Scott Hall, Rikishi. Do you put him over Rikishi? Hell no. Rikishi was super over, like too cool. How many other things he did to make a difference back to? Oh man, Charles Wright. He's a Sultan too. Remember that when Rikishi was the Sultan? Yeah. Was it was he the executioner as well? Make Samoan Asians. Oh, man. Dude, I don't see it. That was a great question. I don't see it, man. There's definitely some questionable people, questionable people in there, but I don't think he makes the cut. I don't think he makes the cut. Even with the most recent folks, I don't think he makes the cut. Goldberg, the Dudley Boys, Ivory, Hillbilly Jim, Jeff Jarrett, Kid Rock. Mark Henry, he's not in. He's nowhere. I don't think he's done enough. Now, I don't think that he, he's like he's without the potential to do some of this stuff. No, it, yeah, his career. Hopefully, his career is not over, and he can still add more to this list. I mean, he's done great work with the Wyatt family, right? I, I enjoyed the Wyatt family. The Fiend, I enjoyed the Fiend. I didn't like it in the beginning, but as I as I understand it, and the whole Mister Rogers thing, I enjoyed the Firefly Flint House. I enjoyed it more. Uh this run done nothing. It had potential. And they, they yeah, it, and it's. Because of his health issues, possibly. So it's not 100% his fault. But as of right now, I don't see him going into Hall of Fame. No, I don't see it. I don't see where he's he's made an impact that any of these folks have made. Vader? That's what I'm saying. You know, my my man's. My man's. Andy Kaufman, Stacey Keebler. No, I don't don't see it. There's no path. Right through here, there's no path to the Hall of Fame for... For Bray Wyatt. That took a very long time to answer that question. <laughs> very long time because my slow reading ass wanted to go line by line from 1987 through 2023 of who's in the Hall of Fame. Reading the shit the wrong way saying Shane McMahon is a Hall of Famer. Just completely <laughs> illiteracy is a thing that we need to fight. You know what I mean? So listen, 
you know, life graduated college, right? Some of us only. <laughs> <laughs> That's that Philly public school system. It's that, it's that free school going on over there. <laughs> oh, man. Um, number two, Finn needs to be world champion. That's not the question. That's his name. Oh, what? Finn needs to be world champion. His question, what will Solo's career look like after the bloodline? Hmm. Hopefully he gets a nice run, maybe world championship. Yeah, it does bring up, like, do you think that the bloodline will ever actually die? As a storyline, as a faction, do you think they're ever actually going to end it? As a storyline, yes. As a faction, he could technically go on forever with it. You could, right. There's so much Anawaii members, you could just keep throwing them in there. But as, as a story, yeah, it's got to end. Like, you can't have a tribe. Once Roman's done, this tribal chief can't continue. Because then, like, he's going to be etched in stone as the tribal chief of WWE. Like, 20 years down the line when he's going into Hall of Fame, they're going to be like, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Or do you do something like they're going to have the tribal combat and now there's a new tribal chief. And if you got a new tribal chief, that means that, you know, somewhere in there, you got to have a new tribe, a new bloodline. And that storyline advances. So now with Jay or whatever, maybe you got him beefing with Jimmy and with with Solo. And then maybe you bring up Ava and then, you know, eventually you get Zilla and all the other guys involved. And the whole storyline is around getting this, uh, being the tribal chief. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think anybody will care after Roman's done. I feel like that's going to be it. Like Once Roman's done, it's going to be like, all right, a, tri- a tribal chief stuff's done. Like, I don't think anybody's going to continue with it. Like, who, who's the next tribal chief? Oh, oh Jay's the next tribal chief. I, I can't see that. Mm. You don't think he's got it? I don't you don't think, think he's, he's good enough to be tribal chief? You don't got the Riz, kid. There's no... Solo, there's no Jay Uso Riz, is what you're saying. No, there's no Jay no Uso Riz. Damn. Maybe I, Solo Riz in a couple of years. You think Solo's got it? Yeah, in a couple of years, not now. I don't know. Maybe your guys, maybe Tamatanga. Huh? I, I would love it. Not happening. I mean, he's he's getting old though. He's he's in his forties now. He's got he's got like a five year run if he joins WWE like right now, and that, and that's that's a that's a nice lot. Yeah, that'd time. be enough time for him to set up Zilla or Jacob or somebody. Like exactly. That. Uh, so, yeah, or Solo. Like the, yeah. that could be it right there. Tamatanga comes in, champion for a little bit, dominate, have the whole Gorillas of Destiny, all, all that stuff, Ser- and boom, put Solo over. Serious question: Do you still want The Rock involved in any capacity in this storyline? I think the time has passed. You think so? Yeah. I mean, it's the perfect time with all the striking stuff going on. Speaking of, you see he donated the most single, highest single donation ever to the Screen Actors Guild. Really? I mean, he was the highest paid actor at one point. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. A lot of people forget that, um, you know, you talk about like the Screen Actors Guild and the whole AI thing. Like there are people who are just making a regular ass living wage. And there are people who are not quite making a regular ass living wage that right. are being put out of this deal. So that was I was arguing I saw they were like uh, th- there were reports that the corporation's going to like hold off until they people get evicted and stuff and can't afford anything. Yeah. But then someone said in an interview today, like 
we're already working four jobs to to yeah. maintain our living. This is basically a hobby right now. Yeah. So we just want to get paid properly. So you ain't gonna make us lose our houses because we're already working four jobs to, to have our houses. No, that's real rap. The idea that somebody would be like waiting waiting tables and in like a blockbuster movie is like, not right, not bro. realistic. It's you totally wrote realistic. the script for Avengers and and you working at McDonald's. Right. So that'd be wild. Mm. And that's some people's reality. So, yeah, no, I think it's dope that he did that. Uh, you know, if it goes to the people that need it most, you know what I mean? We ain't just yeah, from, from what I read, it's, it's going it's going to the uh, uh, people that are striking. Solo Sokoa. Chris Ooh, Solo. Hmm? Solo versus Zilla for the Omaga gimmick. Oh, jeez. Yeah, because they both, yeah, that's his son. And that's yeah. his nephew. So, yeah. I can see that coming in like, bro, you stole my dad's gimmick. <laughs> you shouldn't be. But then again, all right, so this is what I'm saying. Like, you can continue the bloodline storyline. Like, there are so many different things to do there. I think you retire the bloodline name, though. I mean, it'll still be like the family or something like that, but it, I, I think the bloodline name ends with Roman. Now I'm trying to think, what is the longest, um, <clears throat> what's been the longest running faction in the WWE? Um. You could say DX, but they break it up so much and, you know, reunite. and Yeah, they, they're more like a few years running and break up, a few years running, break up. I'm trying to, th- like, who would... Four Horsemen? No. Were they, weren't ever, were they ever actually in WWE? I don't think, I don't recall. I don't think they I think were. It was just NWA. Yeah, and WCW. WWE, yeah. I don't know that they've had, like, a super long-running faction. I don't think so. And but, and, well, we know Vince don't like tag teams anyway, so you're not going to have anything uh, forever. Yeah. Even DX, like, it's surprising when you think about how sort of a run DX actually had. Like, they weren't yeah. around forever. They were around from, like, WrestleMania season 98 until WrestleMania 99. And they actually broke up, soft broke up around Royal Rumble. Yeah. So, But that's, it, it's a lot of them. The Rocks and, and Stone Cold run wasn't even that long. It wasn't. Like, it, it's crazy to think of that because it felt like it was forever, and there's so much great moments in there. Like we still talk about, it. so it's it's crazy that they, they weren't really around that long. It just stopped, and then it went to, uh, you know, it went away from that. So, yeah, you know, we need to we need to just bring on like a whole bunch of old timers. We just sit around, you know what I mean? <laughs> this, Smoking our pipes in our rocking right. chair. Yeah, I tell you, you remember back at Survivor Series '87? <laughs> like, no, I don't. <laughs> what the fuck? Damn near 40 years ago. Ah, <laughs> uh, Royal Rumble 99. Yeah, man, I tell you, man, when Bastion Booger came out there, that's when you knew it was a problem. That Brooklyn brawler fella? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Chris F. Bro, first off, this is my guy, Chris F. It, yo, he do not challenge Chris F. Okay, just don't. Because he, he's going to, he'll go back and forth with you, and he got time. He will go back and forth. <laughs> My man, he is like passionate about it. I love Chris F. Is it just me or does it feel like there's zero sizzle with Priest being Mr. Money in the Bank? I did, I didn't want him to be money in the Mr. Money in the Bank. I didn't feel he was ready. I think we talk about this whole in the main event or situation of the last couple podcasts. I, I didn't think he's a main eventer. So do you, so do you think that throughout the course of it because I will I'll be honest with you right now I I don't see the the real sizzle around him um, being Mr. Money in the Bank. Not that it can't be there, 
And I don't know that, you know, part of it isn't that he's in a faction and maybe he gets lost in the fact that there are two other champions in the faction. And I think they're trying to shoehorn him into this world championship match picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I, it's it's not that I don't believe that he can he can be there. I think that he's very capable of doing it. Um, I do look at, you know, kind of the way that things went with him and Bad Bunny in the main event deal. You know, folks were, were crazy, crazy passionate about that. But then again, it happened in Puerto Rico with an all Puerto Rican main event. Well, an all Puerto Rican match. They didn't let it main event. Um because Cody and Brock. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think that he can do it. I don't I don't think that there's a lot of sizzle around it. But, I mean, how much sizzle really needs to be around Mr. Money in the Bank? I, I feel like a lot. I feel like you should. Mr. Money in the Bank, you're potentially going to be a top star. What does that sizzle uh, look like? Because Otis was Mr. Money in the Bank. See, that's where they ruined it. Past what like five years they just they destroyed the reputation of Money in the Bank. Hmm. Think about when Edge won Money in the Bank, even though I said he wasn't a big fan. Think about when Edge run <laughs> won Money in the Bank. <laughs> Immediately, top level rated R superstar. Oh, think it's a <laughs> top level, huh? Uh huh. Okay, main, main event level superstar. Mm. Wow. Think wow. about who else won money in the bank. Because so, I want to get away from the edge shop because I said he wasn't a main event. Well, I'm just saying, you know, if we're going to call a, you know, Mr. Hypocrisy, I mean, Mr. Masked Hope, you know what I mean? Mr. Hypocrisy. <laughs> the masked hypocrisy. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Rob Van Dam won money in the Rob bank. Rob Van Dam did win money in the bank. That was a that was a crazy ass time. Yeah. I didn't like his cash in. We probably discussed this. I didn't like his cash in. I don't even remember his cash. It was at, I think it was at, uh, it was at the ECW pay per view. But he let John Cena know ahead oh. of time he was going to cash in on him. Oh well, then I liked his cash. Well, yeah, I didn't like that. Uh, you know, announced it ahead of time. Yeah. But in the ECW, no, but that works with the gimmick though. Like you get to do in the contract, you get what you want. So you know what. I want it in the ECW arena. So I feel like that works. It was magic, man. And um, the only thing that messed it up is that he had to use his WWE theme instead of his ECW theme. But aside from that, it was it was a magic moment. But I'm just thinking about, good God, man. If you get John Cena versus maybe like Sabu or something like that, right? Cena beats Sabu. The lights go out a la Taz back in the day. The Ooh. lights come up. RVD's got the briefcase. He hands it off to the, to the ref because Cena's down and all that shit. Sabu's done put him through a table and bottles and shit. And then RVD catches in. Oh man, I like. Yeah, but then I like you don't you don't get the people who buy in the tickets just to see RVD win. Oh, they know RVD. W- you know RVD was in the WWE was looking at them ticket sale numbers. Like, I think it might have. Yeah, there's no way. First off, the Hammerstein Ballroom where they had that pay per view does not seat like what the Wells Fargo Center seats total. Like, and that's that's being super generous, like super duper generous. That's, that's shoulder Ballroom. to shoulder. Exactly. Like that's if you double deck these motherfuckers. I don't know about all that, but um, which is the reason that they had such a modest set in that in that environment. Um, probably a lot about pay per view buys too. Like, what's the biggest match you could provide, John Cena RVD? Yeah, at the time. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you're right, man. You're right. They made the right call from a business standpoint. It's all about them dollar bills, yo. It's all about the money. That's it. No more questions. Where do you think Zoe Star got her name from? Uh, does it have anything to do with Iron Man? No. Okay. But. She she is a fan of Robert Downey Jr., 
but she didn't get it from Tony Stark. She literally just gave WWE a list of 10 first names and 10 last names, and they just pick what they liked. Now, here's the here's here's what I don't like about this. Remember back in the day, you remember how Stone Cold got Chili the name McFreeze? Stone Cold? <laughs> they wanted to name him Chili McFreeze. Yeah. But, but Stone Cold, Deborah or, Sh- or whoever he was married well, to. It wasn't Deborah at that time. He's literally trying to think of names and she's like, you better, you better drink your tea before it gets stone cold. And then he just like stone cold. And that's a, yeah. that's an awesome story. I hate the fact that her story is I gave them 10 names and they picked what they liked. What happened to the great stories about how, how these names came about, you know, you know, as well, you hate the story about how they gave her this name. And this is the story that you brought up. I think something I can rant on. Um, no, I, I agree with you, though, man. It's, where's the creativity? That's what I'm saying. Just write down a bunch of first names and last names. That is D'Lo Brown. I, so we were talking about D'Lo Brown earlier. He got his nickname from his mom. His mom used to call him D'Lo. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know what his real name is, but his name is his a- nickname is AC Connor. A- yeah, exactly. D'Lo Brown. A C A plus C one plus three is four D. Now you just do an algebra. Two X plus three X equals. That is it. I mean, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I was just this was just about to bring up. He he was a he was the blue blood right. fancy hunter here Helmsley and you know attitude error change it up I'm Triple H it, it made sense though with him like that name Hunter Hearst Helmsley that sounds like you got money you know what I mean it sounds exactly. like one of them upper crusty type people they used to uh, he used to come to the ring and they don't do this any you know nowadays because of the ramp style but they used to have like the light effect where you're walking to the ring and like you know owen hart they would have like the crown and all of that stuff for him it would just be the h h and h and i think it was um it was uh it was vincent kennedy actually he used to say the triple h insignia of hunter hearst Helmsley, and then they just started calling him triple h because it it went better with hbk you can't have hbk and hunter hearst Helmsley, Um, right so yeah triple h and then you know just it's it's so simple but effective yeah it works it works. And we know how The Rock became The Rock. He Rocky my via and he just... Yeah, which is a combination of his dad and his, his granddad. Yeah. Uh, Chief. Uh, Booker T. How do we get... How do we get Booker T? Isn't that his real name? No. No. How do <laughs> we get it? Booker T? What is Booker T's real name? Yeah, it's his real name. Booker T. Huffman. Is it? Yep. That's crazy. I mean, his parents probably named him after Booker T. Washington or something like that. Okay, so Booker's his middle name. Is it? His first name is Robert. What? He's Robert Booker T.O. Huffman. Where are you seeing that? Because I'm looking on the most reliable source ever, Wikipedia. Wikipedia? I'm, I am I'm on Google. G-O-G-L-E. Well, that's what pops up when I it's Google it. First one is Wikipedia. Robert Booker T. O. Huffman. Booker T. Huffman Jr. Known by his ring name, Booker T. 
Oh, yeah, I see it. I scrolled down. Well, there you go. Still Booker T. Yeah, it's still Booker and T.O. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. Well, this has been fun. Hulk Hulk Hogan. uh, Bro, you were in my mind. Because I like the next one I'm going to say, you say. You said Triple H. (laughs) And now you say Hulk Hogan. Bro. Ah, what was Hulk Hogan? Obviously, he took Hulk from the the TV show. Yeah. And uh, what was it? They wanted him to be like an Irish. Did they? Yeah. Because the last name Hogan is like Irish or something like that. Interesting, huh? Man, this obviously is... last his last name is Bolea. Yeah, which has nothing to do with Hogan. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. it is Irish because I actually got a buddy whose actual last name is Hogan, and I thought he was just a, a Hulk Hogan fan when I first met him, and he introduced himself as Hogan. Like, all right, let's do let's love wrestling. He's like, no, nah, that's my real name. <laughs> yeah, Bam Bam Bigelow. I wonder how he got that. Mm. Bam Bam Bigelow. I mean, is that his name? Scott Bigelow, I believe, was his real name. I might be wrong. Yeah, Scott. It's gonna be. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, Scott Bigelow is his name. Why do I know but, that? <laughs> you, you just hear these things like around and stuff, you know. They're in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Yeah. Did I ever see him perform? Uh, I don't think I ever saw Bam Bam Bigelow perform live. I wanted to. I wanted to go to King of the Ring 95. Really glad that I didn't, though. Man. What happened in 95? <laughs> Boring as hell. Good God. Oh, I was going to say, because I don't remember anything happening. You don't. No one does. <laughs> it's the year that uh, I think the probably the most newsworthy thing was that ECW had invaded um, a WWF pay-per-view. Um, they were out there. They were doing stuff. They did the same thing at In Your House um, Mind Games. But that's the one where Mabel won. So you figure oh, in this King yeah. of the Ring tournament, you had Shawn Michaels, you had The Undertaker, all of these cats, and the finals was Savio Vega versus Mabel. And it just didn't. That, it, it just didn't hit. Like It didn't hit. I'm sure everybody was disappointed. In the main event, I think it was like Bam Bam Bigelow and Diesel versus Tatanka and somebody. Sid? I don't know. It didn't work out. Wasn't hitting. Yeah, no, it, it, I, don't, I don't even remember the card. Like, it doesn't sound like it was a fun one. It, it wasn't. I tried to go back and watch it. I was like, dude, no. This was during the opening scroll. I was like, dude, no. You know, shut it off. We're not doing this shit. Not today, damn it. All right. So, do you have anything, sir, that you'd like to shout out? Oh, yeah. I'm the Mass Hope. Follow me on Instagram. YouTube and TikTok for your daily wrestling news. Uh, and I, I also want to say something. Uh, we're on Spotify doing this podcast. If you're listening and you made it to this point in the show, drop us a review. Oh, that, that that would help us get pushed on Spotify and help us reach out to the greater wrestling community. So if you enjoyed the, if you enjoyed the podcast, drop us a five star on Spotify. And help us get out there. I should have said this at the beginning of the show. Dude, bro, can this be? This is your thing now. <laughs> this is your thing now. You drop us a five star. Five star hope. Five, five star, star hope. hope. Here we go. New T-shirt. There we go. Five star hope. And where can people find? Oh, you already said that. I already. <laughs> I fucked the whole thing that. up. We, we had everything was flowing so well. There I come. So what did you say when you said your thing, Mast Hope? It's like, dude, I just said all of it. I'm paying any fucking attention. 
I was. <laughs> Why don't you listen to me? <laughs> Why don't you? And I am Sir Blackston. Yes, I've got this shit on my face. But that's because I'm a fan of the old school radio stuff. I feel like the nose thing is about that. Yep, there we go. <laughs> you can find me at Sir Blackston on most places. Not everywhere. I'm not everywhere. Don't be looking for me on OnlyFans. It's no OnlyFans slash Sir Blackston, even though somebody hit me up in a live. Not happening. Oh, this is... We're learning so much. I, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. End, end the show and then we can just stop. But you can find me at Sir Blackston. You can follow us on YouTube at Raw Impact Radio. And uh, we out. Peace. Peace. Thanks for checking out Raw Impact Radio. Follow us on social media at Raw Impact Radio. Available wherever you listen to podcasts.